the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. morning. Good morning, everyone. I'm Dottie Herman, and you're listening to Ion Real Estate. We're the only show on talk radio that's all about real estate and everything that has to do with real estate. In this time and place, real estate has never been more about home and safety than it is right now. Although I think people are getting a little tired of being at home, it's still the safe place, their haven. Um, and we're glad you are being safe and with us today and this is the start of memorial day weekend and i'm going to ask everyone to let me know what you guys are doing that's safe because uh, it'll be a little different this memorial day but still celebrating it we've got the remarkable ace one of two park with us hi ace morning daddy how are you i'm good as good as i can be doing um ace is senior vice president of citizens bank which works with douglas element as a preferred lender and, of course, we'd like to thank Citizens Bank for their support. In this time of crisis, Citizens has started a community support relief program that will provide contributions to community groups like food banks and to assist with relief efforts. Citizens Bank also has started a small business relief and recovery program that will provide contributions and other assistances to help small businesses restore full operations, rehire, and recover in the months to come. Um, so if you'd like any information on that, I guess you just go to citizensbank.com, Ace. Uh, yeah, or, just go to citizensbank.com. Yeah, well, you can um, call us, okay? But if you go to citizensbank.com, you'll find out any information you need. Um, we are also joined today as um, our regular Stephen Ebert, who is a partner in Barton LLP, one of the top law firms in the city. Barton is an innovative law firm, very in touch with the needs of its clients. At the beginning of this COV uh, whole virus crisis, the firm started Barton COVID-19 Resource Center. So if you have any legal questions, and there's a lot of legal things arising, there's a lot of credit things arising, there's like lots of different information. So it's hard for any person to figure out which is correct. But you can get that from citizens. You can get that from um, the CEO Barton. COVID-19 Resource Center. So we've had legal questions or dilemmas about the virus and how it might affect you or real estate. Please give Steve a call, or you can call us at 866-970-9622. Good morning, Dottie. Glad glad we could be here for everybody. Um, Yeah. (laughs) 
what are you what are you guys doing? I mean, I know it's going to be a different Memorial Day weekend, but I think people are still trying to be festive and do the best they can. So what are you what is what are you doing, Stephen? And what are you doing, Ace? Or have any safe plans? Well, uh, a few things. Um, we uh, recently uh, planted our garden for the season, so we're going to work on that a little bit. Um, and uh, my wife is working today over at the hospital, so thinking of her. Your wife is a doctor, there. right? Yes, she Your is. Wife. Yep. And what is she saying about what you know? Uh, you know well, how the, you... you know things tend to, are, are going in the right direction, which are good. You know, the the thing is, I, I think the issue that there's a lot of really optimistic things that are out there. Um, the issue is just having the time to make sure that everything works the thing the way they the way they believe. Um, there's a lot of good ideas, a lot of good research, um, some potential um, treatments and vaccines, um, but they just sort of need to go through all their protocols to make sure um, right. it fully works because they don't want to say that something works and then turns out later on it is only partially effective. But I think things are going in the right direction. That's all the numbers are all heading that way and everything, which is great. It looks like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I. it looks like people are just have had it, kind of. And it looks like people are just going to start doing, and they're going to start opening the cities. Some, I mean, Florida, I pretty much think, is open. Um, I watched some, uh, excerpt, some shows where they'll show the bars that are in other states open. There's nobody with masks. There's all kids sitting. So I guess it's kind of, you know, you're on your own. You should do the right thing because the mask will protect somebody else, you know. Uh, but I think it's kind of uh, kind of they're trying to let people get out. <laughs> well, they're doing that in our town. Again, we're in Westchester County, um, and um, starting this weekend, they've reopened um, a lot of the parks, the athletic fields. You know, they're trying to put in some rules, like they opened up the tennis courts and touching tennis balls and things like that. Um, you know, which after a while, it's a little tough for people, I think, to always remember that. But, you know, they're basically, they're testing the waters. Um, they're trying to do more. So, you know, I don't know who's taking the lead. Is it people doing stuff and then the government's following or the government's taking the lead and the people are following? It's probably a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. But I think, you know, I mean, I think people, again, you know, I, I think I told everybody I was, before I left, the city I was in this I mean I'm still in the city but I left to get a delivery thing in, in the Hamptons and um, I was sitting at a restaurant I was waiting for a table in New York City and uh, restaurants were still open then and a girl was sitting next to me with her husband and she said what well, we started talking about this virus and she said let me show you I have a good friend who's a doctor in Italy and if you go back Italy got hit before us and it was pretty bad and she showed me his text to her, and he said, um, if you don't want to end up like Italy, you need to have martial law. <laughs> All right? And, frankly, other countries had martial law. I mean, like, you know, you just couldn't. I mean, you know, you know, it's good that we're free and we can do what we want. But, truthfully, that's really what's happening now. I don't know that they can really, you know, it's a debate on who's got the power to stop this. I understand Trump just allowed churches to be open. You know, every day you hear something different. So I think they're going to hopefully have people hopefully do the right thing. And I'm proud of New Yorkers because New Yorkers really, I believe, of course, there's always some culprits. But for most part, they really 
clamped down. Um, they really, you know, clamped down and they, they, you know, they didn't allow people in buildings. I mean, they pretty much stuck to the rules. So hopefully this will, I don't think it'll be gone, but hopefully we'll get like control over it and we'll start minimizing the cases as I think the numbers are all going down now. Um, not that we want to get overzealous because, again, it could reappear. But I think if everyone does the right thing, it should be something that is like the flu. Well, I mean, I don't think it's just going to go away, but maybe I'm wrong. I mean, so this, but this, this Memorial Day, I think they allow families of 10. I think some of the beaches are open. Um, uh, I think some of the golf courses are open. I think tennis, maybe. And so people are going to probably this summer get back to what, you know, I talk to my friends and they say, well, we'll just do what they did probably in the 1950s. You know, we'll have small barbecues and just small little gatherings and really just hang out and talk and just do things that are simple. It saves us a lot of money, actually, than eating in the city every single day. So I, I think everyone's, you know, going to try to get together with a few friends or families or things of that nature. Um, I guess there's no parade, but there might be a virtual one. What about you, Ace? I am actually in Boston, uh, Dottie, for the weekend, so... But um, yeah, are they open? Um, they're they're not open, but you know, I think um, I, I think to your point, Dottie, you know, a lot of folks in New York are now starting to come out a little bit. I think people are getting a little restless. Yes. But um, I think it's uh, there's some positive signs out there. Hopefully, you know, we're still we're we're still following um, you know, the the government's uh, orders and. I think the first wave of, of essential workers are coming back on June 6th or 7th. So is that you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens June, with that. So. Yeah. But is June 6th stage one or is that is that's, part two? that's phase one? That's phase one. So construction workers, you know, things of that nature. So, yeah. And I understand that. I think everyone's read this, that a lot of the, especially the um, technology companies are allowing people when they can, to still work at home till the rest of 2020. And I think even with Douglas Elliman, I mean, we're, our offices are not open uh, at the moment, but when they are open and we're allowed to be open, we still um, are probably going to advise people, if you don't have to be in the office and you can work remotely, you should still until we know that this thing is pretty much comped. And I think that's what a lot of people are doing. Well, you know, and there's so many questions and there's so many uncertainties that it's really a certain uncertain time for, because nobody really knows how things are going to pan out. No one knows how businesses are going to come back, if they are, if they're not. Um, and it really depends on the consumer's confidence if they feel safe, I would assume. So I have learned that you can only control what you can control. And... The rest, you know, you just have to take it by day by day. So let me ask you guys, what anything happened, Ace, while I have you on? Um, anything happened that we should know about this week? Or I hear a lot of sounds. I don't know where I'm hearing that from. But any guaranteed interest rates? Uh, how long can you guarantee an interest rate? Yeah, Dottie. So I think what's happening right now is, um, at least on the mortgage side, we've seen a Six percent increase in mortgage applications for purchase uh, loans. So surprisingly, the last two months have have been really slow when it came to purchase. 
but the last week we've seen a 6% increase. So definitely a lot of pent up demand study that that's what I can see in terms of like our reports. And a lot of people are out there looking and shopping. So um, definitely positive signs in the marketplace for the last week or so. So that's the latest and greatest in terms of what we're seeing here. So a lot of people are are definitely out looking. And um, I think the suburbs are definitely, um, has definitely picked up tremendously. Right. But they really can't go into, I mean, they, in New York, I don't believe they're, they're supposed so, to really so they're not they're not shopping but they're definitely getting their finances in order right so they're getting a lot of pre-approvals things of that nature just getting ready for when we well, do open up again so it's good right. signs. to your point ace that's what we're telling everybody get your finances in order now people are looking at virtual tours they're They can also see neighborhoods because, you know, we have all of that. You can also take your car and drive by an area to see it. But there is definitely a pent-up demand. And the first thing to do, which whether it's, you know, really in in any time, is to first get your finances in order and get a pre-approval. Because then, you know, when things open up, and they will. Because a lot of people don't have their homes on the market. Because there's very limited inventory right now because people are afraid to let others in. So a lot yep. of people pulled off their homes, off the market for now. But you're going to see them come back on because, you know, buying and selling is not something that people can do once in a while. It's going to happen. So if you know the market, if you're, if you're versed online, if you go and look at virtual tours, you get an idea of pricing. And then you go to Ace and Citizens Bank and you... Make sure that you have your approvals, everything intact. It's going to make it a lot easier. And I don't know. I'm not really sure on this one because people ask me, well, how do you price things now? And here's my answer because I'm not a genius, but it's supply and demand. And at this time, you don't see prices really down so much because there really was no supply. And when there's no supply and the demand is bigger, then, you know, the prices stay stable. Um, if all of a sudden you see a glut of homes come on the market, and I'm not saying that that's going to happen, well, then the prices will soften. But we'll have to wait and see. But so far, you know, prices are pretty much, you know, it, you know, around, a little off. And I think that renters are giving some concessions um, to have, your, their, you know, leases renewed. Um, there has been, of course, in the Hamptons, uh, and we'll get to that in a second, but the Hamptons, there was totally, you know, they're going at a premium. And I'm going to talk to Stephen about this, but just want to tell you, I had a uh, one of the Douglas Elliman agents in East Hampton rented uh, somebody from the city uh, a rental for two or three months, which was March, April, and to the end of May. Um for $400,000. Now, this is a mansion, okay? I can't give you the disclosure of it because it's just how you would see Samson. They then decided, you know what? We don't want to hassle looking for another place. They just went to contract, and I'll give you the information after it closes, but they went to contract on for $24 million and bought the house that they were renting. So, you never know. But, Stephen, we've been seeing, I had, uh, I didn't comment on, on it um, on the news, but uh, I've had calls. I had specific calls from people 
saying, Dottie, you know, and not everyone in the Hamptons is a millionaire. Please understand that. You know, you see about all the rich and the famous, but many people are just regular working people and they rely on summer rentals to some of them move out to smaller places or they'll travel or they'll go stay with a relative. So some of them really rely on this rental income. And now with the rental laws that changed, it, you know, and I don't advise people to take it for a month or two. There's many people that are calling me that have rented their houses in March to May when people said, oh, I just need to get out of the city for a couple of months because that's when the virus hit us the, and very ba badly. And now they won't move out. And you can't evict them, and they won't move out. And by the time you would get them out, the summer season will be over, and they're not paying rent either. Stephen, have you come across this? So a couple of things on it. We haven't had, as a big issue, people not paying. Um, but I can, for that market, because the people who generally are renting, those tend to be pretty well qualified. Also, a number of the landlords, and because it's competitive, a lot of the tenants are going along with it, are actually not following the rent law from last year, and they're prepaying um, in advance. I have, I have a question about mm. that, okay? Because, by the way, for those of you who are listening, the law changed where – now, these are not rentals. These are summer rentals, okay? We're talking about summer rentals, basically. So the law was – you know, usually the way it went was if you were renting for Memorial Day to September, whatever, to Labor Day – you would pay whatever that month, what, you would pay all three months in advance. Then the mm -hmm. new rent came back, you know, out, and they, you're only allowed to pay a month. So, in other words, mm -hmm. if you're renting June, July, and August, then you pay June's rent, July's rent, and July and August, you wouldn't prepay it. Which leads that if somebody doesn't pay their rent, okay, and it's in the middle of a prime season that somebody who relies on that income, then you have a problem. Yeah, no, it, it's a big issue. And first off, that law, the mm -hmm. purpose of the law that was passed last year was to help lower to moderate income people be able to rent a home as their primary residence. But the problem with the law is it put in no cap as to income or assets or rent amount in which it would phase out. It did not distinguish between a primary versus a vacation or seasonal rental. Right. It did not distinguish between local customs where in the Hamptons plenty of times and also in the Hudson Valley too. Tenants would, in addition to rent, maybe pay for lawn mowing or certain other items. Right. So they have maybe expenses, right, right. So, so, so certain expenses. It doesn't also integrate the fact, I mean, look, when somebody's paying $400,000 for a rental, they don't need the government to make sure that they can come up with a security deposit. And those types of homes, in addition to being a physical structure, they may have some very sophisticated equipment um, and um, other items there that, um, um, you know, and so the law did not contemplate these items whatsoever. So it's a real issue. And now yeah. you have the perfect storm, a new law. We're coming up with a break. I'd love you to just finish. We'll finish this right after we're coming up with a commercial break. And I'd like to really talk about this because it is becoming a problem here. And sure. I'm going to send them to you. And I have some questions about it. 
We're going to be right okay, back perfect. talking about the new rent laws and how they affect you on short-term rentals for the seller and the rent, or for the rent. We'll be right back. Planning for the future is important. Are you and your family protected? If you're not around to make the decisions, who will? Are your assets protected from probate and nursing home costs? The time to plan is now. Need a will, trust, power of attorney, health care proxy, living will, estate plan. 